The podcast that you're about to listen to does not care about your emotions, your hypersensitivity, or your political correctness. If you wish to continue, then shut up and sit down. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Alpha 5 Podcast. I'm Frank, a.k.a. PJ, here with Fabian, John, Jonah, and we got a real special guest for y'all today, Dougie Cash, joining us. Producer of To All The Boys I've Loved Before, out on Netflix, Cobra Kai, which was on YouTube, now on Netflix, and also the film Sprinter. Dougie, what's going on, man? We appreciate you being here. It's good to have you, bro. Ah, thanks for having me. Obviously, I'm a big fan. John is my brother-in-law. You know, good. I'm biased. But if, if, <laughs> if, I may, if I may, I just want to say the thoughts and views expressed by those of the Alpha 5 podcast hosts and not necessarily those of Dougie Cash. All right, let's get to it. <laughs> yo, yo, I, hey, I, man. I, re- yo, Dougie, I respect I it. did all that shit, bro. Yeah. I was hey, hey, talk to you, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he's kind, he's kind of a big dope. deal. He, he, he's, he's legit. He's an bro, accomplished that's some, guy. That's some serious shit right there. Yeah, he's he's worked he's worked very hard to get where he's at. So it's mad respect because he's had dreams since we were younger and he's realizing them now. So ah, definitely, bro, uh, that's that's all, cuz that's all. Yeah, he, Doug's definitely made moves. John Fabian and I have have known Doug for quite quite a long time. Um, yeah, we we we've seen him work his ass off to get to get where he's at. We, we you know? actually we actually had our first jobs as teenagers together at McDonald's. Yep, yep, that is absolutely <laughs> true. Yeah, that's one thousand percent true. The four yeah. of us. Yeah. Listen, listen. $8 an hour. I I I got you got, some, the, I got you some. got that much. <laughs> sorry, man. I, was, I was getting seven fifty. Man, well, <laughs> you're listen. I mean, you want to take it back? I got I got some like thirteen year old birthday pictures oh, from wow. like. John looking like yeah, John looking like he came out out the cornfields. Like I still I still got them. Like my man looked like he just he just finished picking some cotton. He had the do rag and the overalls and shit. We go we go right back to that right. Oh, it's some racist shit. <laughs> racist shit. Oh man, Jesus Christ. How, how, why 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 is it racist? Why is that? Why racist? why does it have to be cotton picking? Why can't it be cow raising? Said, oh. I mean, were y'all allowed oh. to do that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He opened the door, man. You opened that door. I wasn't going there. Was I ain't like, open shit. You said what right. came it's what came up first. It's just what came I up. I dig it. I dig it, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get into it. Jesus H. Christ. Oh man. Uh, the I, man, you made me lose my whole train of thought. You know what? No, no, nah, wait, no. Nah, speak. It's, it's good you brought it up because what we what we wanted to actually talk about was like the whole black on black perspective, for lack of a better way of saying it, right? And that and one stereotype that I just obviously mentioned was the whole slave aspect to it. But in 
present times, like there's really a, a debate that goes on as to how, what being black means, especially in black communities now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and as all as men of color, I think we really can have a pretty decent debate on that. Cause I, I know factually that we don't all see eye to eye on it. Yeah, we definitely don't. Nah. No, no. So it, John identifies as black. Jonah identifies as black. Dougie, you identify as black? Absolutely. All right. Fabian, do you? Oh, I identify as a Latino. Okay. And I don't yeah. identify as black. Okay. But see, then Yo, we got to get to origins of this shit. It, now it, we got it, beef. Right off the bat. Yeah, um, we got to get to the origins of this shit. All right, so Jonah, lead it off. What, what, what's your problem, son? What does it Come mean on, to be black to you is really the question. What it means to be black to me? Because mm-hmm. you say Fabian is Latino, and I'm sure PJ says he's the same thing. You would technically be categorized as that. As but, Latino. But you black. Yeah, well, all right. So for me personally, had, had this been, had you asked me this question pre-everything that's going on right now, I would have sided with Frank and PJ saying I'm Latino, that I'm straight up Dominican, I'm not. Not that I was against being black, but it's just I wasn't black. Like, I was, I'm just, I speak Spanish, and I'm a, I'm a Spanish culture, right? But as, when all this shit, you know, started happening about, you know, I mean, we, we growing up in the hood, you understood that cops abused us and beat the, the Spanish and black people up, and white people got away with shit. We, we knew that. That was just something that was given. But now as it's coming up into the forefront, it's also, like, I've learned or, or continue to learn more about black history and its origin. And me saying that I'm Dominican, I'm, in certain aspects, I'm pretty much saying that I'm better than a black person because I'm saying I'm Dominican. When in fact, especially being Dominican, I am black because the first set of slaves settled in Dominican Republic. You follow what I'm saying? So if anybody's whole, black, it would be you. Right. So I, I I can't sit here and say, yo, nah, I'm not I'm not black. I'm Dominican. Like, nah, bro, I'm black. Like, wait, but why, why, of, why does being Dominican ought to make automatically make you better than a black yeah, person? Yeah, I don't. I, 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 well, that, that, you lo- you lost me right. Like, yeah. see, jump on that. Well, well, because if you've been around enough of the, enough Dominican people, you'll know that Dominican people don't like black people. For example, well, for example, but that's, well, yeah. on, but that's, that's their perspective, but, though. Yeah. I mean, that's that doesn't. Nah. It's, give, like, it's, make, it's give an not, automatic it's, pass. No, nah, it's not, man, because if you go to DR, DR hate Asian, Haitians. Dominican people, my skin complexion, if not darker, would look at a Haitian person and say, yo, you are ugly as shit. You are, I'm, I hate you people. I hate you guys with a fucking passion. And they're black as, as, as a motherfucker. Both, both Dominicans and a Haitian person will both be black. Black as night. And the Dominican person will say, no, I'm better than you. But that that's, but that's a, that's a Dominican Republic problem. Yeah, yeah, that's not. But this but, because if you go to Ricans and stuff like that, they don't see that. With, with, with but but, but they also don't see their blackness. That culture they, 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 is 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 not necessarily inaccurate. You know, the the part of the Bronx and the Grand Concourse where I live, 
you know, the community where I was African-American, right? And then if you walked right up the hill where I went to get my barbershop, it was a Dominican gentleman, you know, who used to cut my hair. And they used to give me the dirtiest, meanest looks you can think of, right? And, you know, I have a very diverse group of friends. And, you know, they tell me personally, like, yeah, we don't, we don't necessarily rock with Black people. You know, I never really got into the minutia of it all, but, you know, I think there is some validity to what he's saying. I think that the question is why. I have no answer to that. I have no clue. Well, anti-blackness well, is taught. Well, I think I have the answer to that, man. And, I mean, it may not be the correct one, but um, in my opinion, the answer to it is because of Spain and Spaniards who also settled, you know, brought the, 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 the slaves over to DR and pretty much Dominicans have this Spaniard culture. And... If we know anything about Europe, they're, they're racist as a motherfucker, especially people from Spain. They don't like anybody, any other Spanish culture, period. If, you, if you're not Spain, you ain't Spanish. You know, you follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why, at least from, in my opinion, why the Dominican people don't like black people because of that, that origin, right? My father's one of them. My father will sit there. He, he'll, he'll sit there and, for example... My niece's school, right? She gets into trouble and, well, when she was going to school, she gets into trouble and, you know, she was being um, accused of being, like, uh, a troubled kid, right? My father hears this and the first thing it says is, oh, it's the black kids in school, man. You know, they they from the hood and they, they don't know how to act. They act wild and this and the third. And I'll be looking at him like, come on, bro. Like, for real? Why would you sit there and say something like that? You know what I mean? Like, that makes no sense for you to sit there and just accuse the black kid of being the ones that's misleading and, and, and teaching my niece right from wrong. Why couldn't it be the white kid that's in the school? You know what I'm saying? I always thought it's because we take, like, you know, like we just kind of swaggy, if you will, and just Dominican women love us. I thought that was why, but <laughs> I, mean, I don't believe that in my own <laughs> Nah, man, listen, bro. You might not, you might not be wrong. You might not be either, wrong. You, know you might not be wrong. There's a theory. <laughs> well, what, I mean, what does it mean? What does it mean to be black to you guys? I, to me, it's a cultural thing. Like that, the same thing as what it means to me to be Hispanic. It's more about a. It's a cultural thing. It's an upbringing. It's a. It's a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's no different than how white people got a certain vibe to them, a certain upbringing, right? Like, for lack of a better way of saying it. You think of the stereotypical white guy. You're thinking you're probably going to think of somebody that surfs or somebody that skateboards. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody that's either wearing bo- boating shoes or really um, preppy, for lack of a better way of saying it. You know what I mean? There's there's associations that automatically are involved. But even if you look beyond that to the cultural aspect, you know what I'm saying? I'm not eating grits. I'm having rice and beans. You know what I mean? I'm having um, farina for, mm-hmm. for for breakfast. You know what I'm like? Culturally, there's a lot more involved that is, in my opinion, categorically different than how a black child is raised or by a, a, a black family operates. I think I think we have more in common than you think. As far I'm not as say, you- I'm not saying we don't. I'm not saying we don't, though. That's that's the thing. But to to call myself black is there is there would be less difference in my opinion. I guess I guess what I'm saying is most of what you think is Hispanic culture is really black culture 
with a language attached to it. It's my point. So even 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 down to the food and the music that you listen to, the the salsa and all that, that all comes from like Africa, like yeah. all of it. And mm-hmm. so there's blackness in it because of where it comes from. It's the same way that rock I, and roll. I don't deny I have direct- a black heritage. I don't deny I have a black heritage. Uh, I, I won't discount that, but I feel like. I'm I'm 100% Puerto Rican. I so I feel like those people on the island that the blends of those of those different cultures, those different backgrounds, spawn something different, unique. They pulled certain things out of each one, and you know made their own. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and I don't think I I I have to identify with my root, let's say, to mm. make, to have that validity. You know, no, I, I I get it, and and it is a lot that was pulled from different parts. Well, what I was saying is most of it is like African culture, like right. like more than sixty percent of what you think is Hispanic culture is Hispanic culture, but it's it's mostly African mixed with mm-hmm. the colonizers that raped and pillaged and did all of that stuff to y'all. Like to me, what it means to be black, right? It, it used to mean going to church on Sundays, everybody eat. You're laughing, but this is how, this is how no, it's I'm, 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 I'm laughing because I remember these things. Yeah, well, well, this is, <laughs> in my life, this is what most black people did. Dougies too, right? This is, that's part of the black experience. Um, can't talk back to your parents, and you can't talk about your mental health, and there's all these certain things, right, that are connected to being black. We are not supposed to like gay people. We're not supposed to do any of this stuff. If, if you if you smart, it's, it's, it's frowned upon, right? And so this is what it means to be black. Up until recently, up until 2000, it was a negative uh, mind state. Is That's what blackness is, because that's what blackness has always been. Right. For, forever. It has never been. It was never supposed to be positive. It was always looked at a negative. And so that's kind of when everybody in the country is a slave. Right. For however long, everybody, every black family mostly was slaves. And so they all had a monolithic way of being because they were made to be all the same. They were all slaves. Right. It, it, so if you go a couple of generations down, black people haven't really straight too far away from it we gotta we started as a monolith because that's how we were supposed to be and that's why when you get comments like if you're not uh you're not black if you vote for donald trump right is because people are used to black people thinking and acting in a monolithic way all black people are the same and now that as we become more educated you're starting to see black republicans you're starting to see black this black that every we're starting to see that black people are really more diverse right and that's not because we were always diverse it's, it's actually quite the opposite we, were, we weren't diverse even back then, it wasn't really because we weren't made to be. But now you're starting to see what it means to be black is is really, to me, is about strength, right? Because I don't know no other culture that has to deal with the elongated oppression that black people have had to deal with and still want to hug their neighbors and still want peace with their neighbors. I haven't seen that. And so for me, what it means to be black is not about crime. It's not about wearing your pants down low and, and listening to rap music. It's about... Um, being strong. that That's what it means to me. So I don't know what you guys take on it is. Fabe, where are you at? So you've been absorbing it all. 
Yeah, yeah, no, because it's actually um, a very interesting topic because, uh, well, first, if, uh, we've always come across this because we all know the history of PR, which is where if nobody doesn't know out there, that's where my family's from. So Puerto Rico. Um, there's no denying the roots that come from Africa, especially being part of the slave trade, PR being one of the stops um, to go to the colonies. Um, so when you look at the history, the first thing we look at is culture versus race. Some people see black as being just a race. Other people see black as a culture. So it depends which way you look at it. If you look at it as a race, then you could say the majority of people on this planet are black, right? Because of, because because of where their 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 DNA lies, where where their DNA lies. Obviously, we all came from Africa. Frank right? don't like but that. But if you're if you're looking at it as a culture, then that's where you differ. Like, why so for is me, there for such example, a? Nah, go ahead. I ain't gonna cut you off. So 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 for me, I um, I don't know. I did my ancestry like where something like that, and uh, I got like fifteen percent from like the Ivory Coast and Ghana and stuff like that, and then the rest of it is mixed with Native American and. Um, Spaniard, actually probably more Native American than anything because of the the, the Indians that were indigenous to Puerto Rico before the, the colonizers came over, the original oppressors, the Spanish, which everybody loves to speak their language, by the way, oh, and, like to freaking, and, like to, and like to demonize everybody that doesn't speak freaking Spanish, but oh yeah, you're speaking the language of the original oppressors, how do you feel? But anyways, I don't even get to that part. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> there was no tangent in there. Like. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I had to. But anyways, so, so, so that's what it means to me because when you look at it and I look at because I know that I've, I've heard some, I've heard some people that went to actually Africa, right? And people that are black here that go to Africa are looked at a certain way, and they share the same skin color, even if not dark. So it couldn't be—is that a race thing, or is that a culture thing? They're like you because you're this type of black or that type of black. So how can it say? How can we say it's a race thing when people are treating each other differently? Same thing with the. I uh, think that's like Jonah talked about. Uh, but like the Dominicans, it's the same skin color, but because one side speaks this language, one side speaks speaks that language, and in two separate countries on the same island, they're they're at war with each other. But you can't so, deny that people uh, will treat you like a nigger just by looking at you before they know your your culture or where you from. Y'all, <laughs> police when white people see y'all, y'all look like niggers too. Like I know they don't oh, yeah, know no. your culture until they interact with you. So yeah, I, guess, I don't know about it, that. I don't know about that because I I look at you and I I see black. I look at Jonah, I see Dominican. I look at Fabian, I see Puerto Rican. Aside from knowing them, most Spanish people can identify the origins of that Spanish person the same way that mm-hmm. you can look at another black guy, right, and and legitimately say that he's that he, mo- I know he's black, but I couldn't tell you where, or I could just no, tell you he's slave right. black. But but what what I'm saying <laughs> not is not African. But what I'm what I'm saying is if you put if you put majority of black guys, right, that are genuinely African, you know, African-American next to Jonah, Jonah will stand out as Dominican. But people think, oh, I'm yeah, Dominican. I get but, Dominican but, but, that, but, but see, but that, that's why that's why I say that the, that there's a difference, you know, but I, I, I find it interesting, like, yo, you know what, though, I'm not for Frank, I'm in control, but that, I want to get Doug in here, I want to hear his thoughts, too. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's necessarily true because I've been I've been told most of my life that I'm black. Everybody thinks that I'm black. We have friends that I didn't know was it, was, was Dominican until like a couple of years it, ago. 
it might it might be a, a, a lot of really a lack of education on their part. Honestly, I'll tell you what I really think it is. I think there is an aura of anti-blackness in the world. It ain't just in America. It's in South America. It's in Europe. It's all over. And nobody wants to be black, but everybody wants to be black. Not not for nothing. I found I found it in, interesting. I've, I don't know if it was you or Fabian that said it was like, what kind, one of you said, what kind of black are you? Is it a matter of what kind of black are you? Mm-hmm. And I, like I, I, I find that interesting because you know one thing that actually uh, um, Doug had mentioned uh, prior prior to us starting was like you know in in our in our black communities if you don't think certain ways or have certain viewpoints right like let's say if if you're not a, a Democrat if you do like Trump right you're considered an, an Uncle Tom or if you're not for you know the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. Like you're looked at a, a certain way. That's true. You know, and, and I, I kind of unfortunately agree with it. No, I, to, I, to I, I, I think it, I think it, it was it was a great point that he made and a very valid point, especially, again, w- with us being to varying degrees part uh, considered part of that community. I think we've all faced that reality. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've been told I, I'm not black enough. By family members, by friends, by white people, which is I mean, hilarious. Well, why why do we do that? I, <laughs> I, I, you know, because it, it, it's one thing that has resonated with me, and I do I do have like a, a viewpoint towards it, but I, I don't know. I'm wondering where you guys are with it. Well, I want to hear from why? Doug. I want to I want to hear Doug's thoughts. You know, I mean, look, hey, you can ask a question. You know, you know, because I think all of you guys sort of alluded to, you know certain interesting points and, and, you know, sort of how you guys resonate with your race or culture. I think Frank said something interesting, which is, you know, you have the, the cultural aspect of it, and then you have the uh, lifestyle, which I think, uh, you know, you know, I mean, John would know this, but, you know, I grew up, I grew up. So what, first of all, what does it mean to be black to me? Resilient, period, point blank. One word. That's all I could think of. I don't That's the word I was trying to find. I don't good. think I necessarily have to dive into the micro of it all, but I just think resilient. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah, one of my what friends, and one of my friends asked me before, "Does being black define you?" Uh, and I said, "No. Being a good person does, and hopefully, the works I do and my contribution to society is what defines me." Um, Strong. Uh, mm. You know, one of the, you know, you know, but Frank, what you said was very interesting, right? Because it's like, I grew up, you know, I'm one of seven, same two parents. You know, my mother's very light skinned. My father is, is dark, darker skinned. And, you know, I feel like me, you know, all of my siblings are different shades and colors. And, you know, I feel like I'm ethnically ambiguous, you know, to some, to most people, uh, you know, and I think I grew up super sheltered and in church in the hood of the Bronx before we moved upstate. And I couldn't tell you a damn thing about uh, the lifestyle of being black or the culture, if that makes sense. Right. I just knew that, you know, I'm a black man, but my parents always raised us to believe in God. Uh, You know, I never actually saw color, uh, you know, interesting and interestingly enough until I moved upstate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like when I lived in Parkchester, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the Parkchester in the Bronx, you know, I had white friends I went to school with, Latin friends, uh, black friends, you know, it was very Indian friends. It was very diverse, but I didn't right. realize how different it was until I moved 
to Monroe, New York, <laughs> you know, and my first day in sixth grade being one of the first black and I'm light skinned. Right. But you can you it's just something that was, instant. you know, but, but, but that, that's from, what I was saying before the way they speak, the clothes they wear, uh, you know, just it, it's different. And then that's when sort of you go through, I don't want to say an identity crisis, but you're like, whoa. And I think that's when you start noticing certain things. It's, it's crazy that you mentioned that because I went through the same exact thing around sixth grade, first day of school in Monroe. I got called all types of niggers and kids tried to jump me in. And I did go through an identity crisis for a while. I, you couldn't tell me I wasn't a Puerto Rican because I have two best friends that's Puerto Rican. And I had no, no but I had nothing else to latch on to. Right. I didn't know I wasn't aware of my blackness until, unfortunately, some kids made me aware of my blackness. Because mm-hmm. I was always in diverse areas where, again, like Doug, uh, I had white friends, I had Spanish friends, black friends, that all type. Of, it, it, I just had friends. Didn't really occur to me that they looked different. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't until I was told, "Oh, your nose," or "You got light eyes for a black dude," or like, "What? Like, what's going on here?" And so it kind of now I got to now I have to fit in somewhere because I'm not necessarily not fitting in here because they're telling me, "Yo, you're different." And so there is a huge identity crisis. I, I hate I hate to say it though, but it we're we feed off right our our experiences naturally, mm. but I've also heard stories of those diverse of diverse areas like the Bronx, right? I don't know if demonizing is the word, but um, damn, I can't think of the word, but that, yeah, vilifying. Do it, Thank you. People of this of the same color, the exact same way that we we'd experience, right? Mm-hmm. But black to black, Spanish to Spanish, for the lack of conformity. Okay, you know, I get what you're and and I've I've never I've never really understood why why we do that, like why why culturally we do that. Why we what? I'm sorry, I missed it. Why uh, why we vilify people with within our culture, our cultures, for for the lack of um, or for having a different opinion, for not agreeing or going with that conformity. Honestly, I think I think there is a lack of understanding. Period. Point blank. I think I don't. That's the most simplistic way to put it. You only. You treat others by what you know. So if you mm-hmm. are closed-minded, that's all you know. It's the mm-hmm. same reason why, look, growing up, you know, when I got my first job at McDonald's, which are 14, you know, I'm one of seven. That's the first time me making my own money. You know, I got a check for $87. I thought I was rich. Uh, I remember my mom mom driving me to pick up my first paycheck and I opened it. My eyes were like light bulbs. I'm like, mom, whatever you need. Like, you know, (laughs) I hear that. You want a new car? I got you. (laughs) You Give me like two weeks. But, but I used to, you know, it's like, you know, my father worked hard, you know, seven kids. He provided a great, you know, uh, life for us, but you know, seven kids, you know, it's, it's not the same as if you have two or three. So I would go to Walmart, you know, which I think the Walmart in town had just opened around that time. And, you know, I would buy some clothes that I thought was dope. And I think Starter used to be like a, you know, a cool brand. And then Walmart Mm -hmm. not cool anymore. But I remember I was buying some stuff from there. I remember I went to school, thought I was swaggy. 
found out I wasn't, but it wasn't even, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't white people who were doing it. It was our own people. Mm, right. And it's like, as I get older, as a third, well, I don't want to say my age. I don't like saying my age because I'm insecure about it. But as a 25 year old man, <laughs> you know, I realized that, you know, Pete, like we, it's just a cycle that we condition or precondition since young is to hate on each other. Mm-hmm. When nine times out of 10, you're in the same economic, social situation and environment as the person you're criticizing and making fun of, you know? So we have to deprogram ourselves, you know, as you know, you, you criticize, you do what you know. You know, I'm glad I, I'm glad I wasn't the one one to say it because it's one it's been one of the biggest issues I've had and that I felt I've seen more. I feel more in the black community, but even amongst the Hispanic community as well, where like we don't we don't do enough to lift each other up. We there's too, we you, shit on each other too much. We we don't we don't pay attention to to the to the right things and and glorify the right things like we create a, we create an atmosphere of a beef of uh, yeah of, of just conflict and the of the lack of a, of acceptance within our own communities is to such a degree but and then we cry out when other people don't accept us and that and that's that's really such a, a a mind-boggling aspect to me because like I'm I'm a firm believer of before you can love anybody or anything you need to love yourself. Ah like, uh, man, it, but you got to hold you got to hold on to that right there man because history has shown us at least at least for for the black and spanish uh community that that was that's something that was never taught to us. Like we going going back to our uh, um our slave roots the people that were outside picking cotton and all that hated the people in the kitchen. That was it was by design. And vice by versa. design. Right. It's, this is something that's been instilled in us for decades. decades. All right. Now, so, now, hold on a second. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's right. Like, I'm not saying that we should be carrying this to this, this very day and age. Well, you breaking up, Jonah. But it's, it's man. Oh, it it, it goes back to what Dougie was saying, man. Like, this is something that was that's taught to us from way back when. Yeah, but, all right, but yeah, 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 I, I would have to agree with this view too. That because yeah, I know that actually was the case when uh, when they're on the plantation. That's fact, um, and they still uh, portray certain individuals that think a certain way as the house n words because you know they have a certain mentality. Um, right. But I think that was that was only for a certain, uh, I guess a small a small a, a certain a certain group within the community because you can't say that and then have a place like black wall street happen where they're lifting each other up. So that's not inherent in all people of color, especially black folks. They have a good history of trying to lift each other up. Then there's a small actual, I, I think it's probably a smaller percentage that actually are, are just haters. And that's a human nature thing, right? Cause anybody could be haters. Latinos would hate on me because I wasn't wearing the newest air force ones. Right. Or I wasn't doing this and I wasn't doing that. I wasn't wearing the right type of brand of clothing. Um, even people that, that are white, they hate on each other for different reasons. Oh, you ain't got this or you don't have that. Oh, you mind marching that car? Well, I got this. And, you know, there's always that going on. So I think that's inherent in just in, 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 um, in human beings in general. But that's not everybody that like, do that. But people, I don't I've never seen Asians do that in America. I never seen the Jews. Mm-hmm. Do it to another Jew. 
I but never see that. Too. There's a difference too, but, but, but between having just bad style, you know, <laughs> and then you know hating, and then just being conditioned to. I don't. I didn't say inherit because I don't think you're born like that. Yeah. But I do think where you're born matters. If you're born into poverty. 100%. And you, if, if you're born in a poverty, like, look, look, you know, as a black person, we're all people of color, right? If four of you, if four of the five of us were born in the suburbs, not a part of the quote unquote have nots, you're probably, I guess it's logical to say it's less likely that uh, that aspect of, of, of critiquing and criticizing is going to happen. Now, if you have on wax sneakers, I guess that's subjective as a matter of taste, right? But if you're born into poverty and you're being pumped and conditioned to believe that you're less than, you aren't, for lack of a better word, shit, and you don't have anything, you know, and, you know, it's like that's just naturally going to happen, right? Especially when you start getting older and then, like, you may be able to get Jordans on and all the fly stuff, and then I'm pulling up in Team Jordan and be like, what is that bullshit you wear? That ain't real, right? It's just, it's just how we are conditioned where we are birthed and you can't, mm-hmm. you can't control that and that's why oh and i'm sorry i know, I know this is long-winded guys i'm sorry no no, no go ahead no. go ahead but that's why so, that's why i'm a firm believer look i don't mind being the guy that sort of is you know i could be in a room with 100 people I, I don't mind being the guy that speaks up and speaks out i think look when we become of a certain uh m- mature mind state of mind it, it is our duty it is our obligation to go back and now reverse engineer the way of thinking of our younger relatives or our younger friends and a lot of times we don't do that you know ignorance is bliss as they say you know you know i think john knows me well you know it's like i wasn't always this beacon of whatever but i've always tried to be a good person but as i've matured as i've gotten older i I desperately tried to break the mold and the stereotype of what we quote unquote are as people of color. That, I think that Sorry, that's that kind of what, what I was alluding was to dope. before. Like we don't we don't go we don't go out of our way enough to do what what you what you're trying to do. You know, we I, I feel we perpetuate the cycle too much. You know. We do things, uh, we do a lot of stereotypical things and then complain about them after the fact, which doesn't make, it, it just doesn't make sense. Capitalism. It's another conversational. Yeah. yeah old, I, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's it all part, ties together. It's, it's part of it, but like, I feel like, I feel like within our communities, right, it's so much easier to blame X, Y, or Z rather than try and master and overcome X, Y, and Z. We rather succumb to it than overcome it. And that's a problem. Like that's deep. I, no, you're right. That's 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 really what 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 it feels like. Look, my wife my wife's a teacher and she teaches in a predominantly black and Spanish area. Right? Mm-hmm. And you know, through this whole pandemic shit and they were doing the distance learning thing and blah 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 blah. She teaches um, a bilingual class, and she had an amazingly hard time getting these kids to log in to take care of their assignments for multiple reasons. Mom and dad either didn't know how, didn't want to be bothered, right? Mm. Um, They couldn't say that they didn't have the supplies because the school was giving them out. You know what I mean? But yet she also has, has students that when they were in school were showing up with 
the dopest, flyest Jordans out there, which they, like your your kid Priorities may is uh, fucked up. Yeah. Your kid may look and smell like Rico Suave right now, but guess what? He got a D in math. But but you know math. what, Frank? <laughs> you know what, Frank? I think the way look, look yeah, this is just my opinions, and you know, I'm always open to say I could be wrong. I'm always open to learning and sort of being proven wrong. But a lot of that has to do with it's like look in our community. Uh, just from what I remember, granted, you know, this is 20 plus years ago. Uh, you know, there wasn't a big emphasis on education because we had so many other things we were dealing with. You know, we, how are we going to put food on the table? How are we going to keep the lights on? How are we going to pay rent? You know, how am I going to walk from home to school without being jumped or being, you know, it, it's, yeah. there were a lot of things at play. You know, so the one thing you could kind of control is like, can I get fresh? Can I get fly? Like, you know, a lot of times I think the mentality is I'm not even going to make it to C18. You know, that's sort of what we always hear. Then, look, I hate to talk about it. A lot of rappers are my friends, but, uh, you know, I hate to be the guy to bring it up. I think the hip hop culture, you know, certain Mm -hmm. elements. It affects it. It's like as I've gotten older, you know, I'm able to differentiate the difference between reality and uh, fiction, you know, it's just, it's not real, but there are people who don't and they hold on to that. And these hip hop artists carry that ignorance due to capitalism, right? Capitalist country, uh, <laughs> you know, into their forties. And it's like my brother, on one hand, you can't be talking about black power, you know, stop shooting us, hands up, don't shoot. But then in the next, you, you're wearing not snitching as a badge of honor. and It doesn't make sense. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, at some point, we have to make the conscious decision. Are we going to forego capitalism to uh, uh, empower our people to be better, do better, right? So we can see change. You know, I think... Yeah, Sometimes it's a matter. Well, I, I, I think I think there's a little bit of a. I I, I see what you're seeing, Dougie. But I'm sorry, PJ. There's a little bit no, of a, 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 a perversion of the term capitalism. We're starting to see that a lot more recently, um, because you acquire things or you have a tremendous amount of wealth that almost equate, almost by default equates to the definition of capitalism. Although that is part of it, I think um, we're we're mixing two things here. There's actually probably, I think, no other system that would be better than that to actually help our people because it's one of the few systems that we could become a have, a have not to a have in the same lifetime. There ain't no case system like you do, like you have in other countries. On paper, you're right, but it hasn't happened, so it can't. John, you just, you, listen, you just started a business with your wife like that. And if it picks up tomorrow, oh, screw capitalism. No, that is capitalism. The fruits of your labor mm. are yours. Mm. There's a supply and demand situation. That's that's that. It gets very basic like that. Now you have but, but other, there's a certain level of greed that goes with it. There's and, a certain level of greed that yes, goes there, with there's it. There's also a glass ceiling there too. But that's human nature too. Oh. You got to factor in how people are with each other and and with the way they think. So they they'll use capitalists. So like see if me, and I think everybody kind of knows me by now. If I had money like that, everybody be eating. Because that's of my course. personality. So give me the money that I need. Is that's why I, I like capitalism. Give me the opportunity to get to that height. But not everybody so has what you have, Fabian. No, Every, exactly. So that's not capitalism. You know, so Fabian, if you're greedy, not, that's not capitalism. We're so not saying, saying. Okay. Okay. That that's a that's a fair point. But yeah. but but the idea being is like we try to make money off of everything, whether good uh, or bad, right? Yeah. So th- that's really what I'm saying. And then to what John said, it's like at what point are you being greedy? and not having morals. Mm-hmm. It's like these guys in their, like in your- 30s, Sell your soul. And not yeah. all of them, but yeah. it's like, I have $10 million. Why do I still need to rap about that? That's why I love Jay-Z. 
Like Jay Z's four four five album was so progr- like that was like that was some grown man rap. And guess what? In one ear and out the other, kids ain't really listening to that. Well, they're, they're because they're not old, they're not old, old enough to understand what's being told, and that's kind of like trying to get a sixteen year old to to understand rocket science. It's like mm, it's right. not gonna happen. But right. to what? But uh, uh, some of it does fall uh, fall down to. What what's happening happening in the background? Like I got uh, my sister's ten years younger than I am, right? And she can recite all of the songs, right? That we came up with on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because she was exposed to them. Because she was sitting in the back seat while I was jamming down the street. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so it, it it like yeah the the kids may not at the time when it was released have been able to comprehend it. But if the parents were paying attention and were exposing them, then eventually the words come back to you. The understanding can come back to you that especially when the song comes on at a later date, you're like, Oh shit, I didn't get that shit at the time. Like I, I never forget it. That, um, what was it? I think I think it's uh, is it country grammar? No, the Nelly shit. Where he's like, I'm going down, down, baby. Yeah, country, grammar, yeah. country grammar. Right, huge right. record. I, yeah, but I had no idea what he was saying when that song came out. Neither did I. Uh. I ju- I jammed like a mofo to not nah, like I. Right, that's fine. But see, but I had no I, idea. My, I had all the influences. My wife is who put me on, and all of a sudden I sat there, and I, I'm talking like five years ago. I'm not even talking about like a long time ago. Because I never put any thoughts to it. I just jammed out with the song. I bopped with it. That was it. And then all of a sudden, I said, oh, oh, damn. I I can't play this. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) You you never listened to Eminem as a kid, bro? I mean, that's a little different. He was a little bit more forward. It wasn't so... Right. Yeah, it wasn't innuendo. It was just like, yo. Go ahead, Fabe. Go ahead. Um, it's it's interesting that Dougie was mentioning that too, and that's something that I've always thought about for the longest time when it comes to the music industry. We don't see it as kids, just like PJ was saying. You hear that you, you vibe it after the song, you like it, you don't really know what they're talking about, but it's that subliminal hit that you're getting. For instance, everybody on there, they, and I think this is a little bit deeper than this. We talk about design, John. I'm a firm believer there's systemic racism and design, especially, but we glorify the same industry that's actually perpetuating that. For instance, I'm not going to... Well, I won't put Dougie in the spot because he's, he's, he's over there, but and I'm not going to ask him the questions, but I I have this feeling, right? And I actually won't say even a feeling. I truly believe they're coming out with music that says that glorifies violence, that uh, harm on others, drugs, um, you name it, even uh, um, drugs, violence, having the freshest stuff, spend, spend, spend. Don't invest. Don't do anything that's going to actually help you out. It's always some sort of negative, um, st- uh, connotation. negative uh, connotation, but they're, they're glorifying it, right? But I'm pretty sure there's a couple people in that industry that wanted to talk about a certain topic. They want to talk about God. I mean, kind of said it before, talk about God, I won't get paid. The people at the top are going to be like, nah, we don't want you to put that type of shit out. No, nah, no, nah, talk about, you know, uh, Percocets and Host. But you understand you know that I mean? this is and that's, so, that, and, that applies and, 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 to every form of entertainment that you, and it applies to your video games, I, 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 it applies I, I, to your movies as well. I get they don't it, want I, Passion yeah. of the Christ had a hard time coming out. Like they didn't really want the certain. So so there, it, it goes. You can't blame the kids for making the even. Sometimes you can either take it for for real, 
right, for yeah. what these kids are saying, or you can take it for the art that it is, like you would a Rocky movie, yeah. right? We but we don't teach that the music is fantasy to our youth. We only teach that the movies is fantasy and the video games is fantasy. But we don't teach that the, that the music is fantasy. We actually glorify the glorify if it's not fantasy. The the more real your raps are that you do, the 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 more respect you gain. You understand? But at the same the time, time you also it's, have it's these rappers coming out though talking about that they've done this or lived these lives though. So it, it gets very hard on the back end to talk about something being fantasy when the person singing about the supposed fantasy is saying, "Nah, nah that." really happened yeah i can't I, I came from this block i did this i did this and then they want to talk about that they're, they're portraying a certain message and okay. they want only a certain message to get out there that's my true belief. jay-z ahead, lost Doug. 92 bricks Doug, that's Doug, real. Doug. No, but Fendi, <laughs> I, I, I think what you're saying you know so here, here, here's how i feel look i don't work in the film industry it's just me being you know this is just how i personally feel about it it's you know when you're young and you're coming from poverty it's like get on how you got to get on as long as you're not hurting anybody physically it's like, i get it right so like you got you got to you got to get money right you got to eat yeah but what i'm saying is like as you start to grow and get older and mature and you know obviously there's no best uh, there's no better way than mature and learning grow and evolve than seeing the world getting out of your, cir- your circumference or your, you know, your, your, you know, where you live. But this is, here's the thing. This country is foundation is violence. So it's like we mm. naturally as a society gravitate towards violence. Now, you know, I'm sure that there was a, a, a there's a documentary Jay-Z did when he was putting together the black album. And they, I forget the artist's name who was in the studio and he was conversing with Jay-Z and he was like, yo, sometimes I don't want to be rapping about this stuff, but no one's going to listen otherwise, right? It's like, we can't necessarily blame the powers that be because if, you know, if everyone was making Kumbaya, I love Jesus, let's hold hands, show love type music, no one's buying it. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, we have to place some blame on the consumer. But, you know, I think there are more macro conversations to be had, like private prisons. Is there a correlation between private prisons and then the same type of music that is continually being played on the airways that, you know, is affecting a specific community Mm -hmm. that is, you know, sort of conditioning us to act violent towards each other to poison presence. It doesn't become a problem. Like Eminem said, middle America, now it's a tragedy. Now it's so sad to see when you start seeing people caring. Right. That's well, you know, happened. the drug problem wasn't a drug problem right. until kids in, in middle America started getting used. And that's heroin. why I always say it's like before that it wasn't a drug problem. problem. It was a, it, they were criminals. Right. And that's why I always say I have no problem with you making whatever kind of music you want. However, you have to balance. You have to say, look, kids, this is entertainment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's, a, but it, it, it's all about the message, you know what I mean? Because I know I, I listen to it and I just, I hear it. I mean, I see certain signs, especially coming from somebody that, you know, is starting to believe in God a little bit more than ever. You know, I start to see certain signs. When you still when you get to be a little woke like that, I hear music and I hear lyrics. I'm like, damn, he's talking about some real, it didn't sit right. Spiritually, you don't feel it, you know? You start <laughs> to pick up on stuff like that. And I see that a lot. And most people are naive to that or they either, they, they want, you know, ignorance is bliss or they just don't want to believe it or they're just, you know, did not woke on that level. So I could see a certain type of, and I'm like, damn, he's glorifying this. I'm like, I like this song, but I'm not going to take that into action. I'm not going to truly live by those words or whatever he's saying. And a lot of kids do do that. So maybe as adults, we could look back and be like, hey, we're not going to get down with that. But I, I have a big thing with that. And I understand the powers that be. You can't put all the blame on them too. But you know, like you said, we also have to start from the ground up and you know, tell the kids. Well, why haven't we never tried to? Why haven't we never had these conversations about Marilyn Manson's music? 
Like, mm. I, I feel, I feel like we're, we we're haven't had these, no. we haven't I, had these conversations. Those conversations would be had amongst, for like, what am I saying? It white America. Yeah. You, you know even, why? Because, still, because black America don't really fuck with, with, with Marilyn well, Manson. But what I'm saying is you heard them because the Columbine kids, they said that they were inspired by his music, whatever, whatever. Right. You hear these, you hear them for a little bit in a white community and then it fades. Eminem didn't stop making music. Eminem didn't stop talking like how he's talking. He's if you listen to his music, he still makes relatively has the same content, whether it's good or bad. It's not mm-hmm. either here or there, but the content is similar. A little right? bit more politically but, charged now. But you, but, but you don't, you still don't really hear much about him still calling people faggots, still talking about killing trans people, still talking about doing this and that. And it's like, no, it's fine. But whenever it becomes uh, the black community that do it, it's not only black because other black people get on black people about it, but it's like everybody says, you shouldn't have a song fuck the police everybody says your group shouldn't be niggas with attitude every and i don't know why we are we constantly pick on black people it feels like no i don't think that's the case at all because i i see a lot of people like especially growing up here that could not stand their kids metal music they're like oh that shit is bad especially the church going white white families they're like yo what are you listening to that crap in here we're not down with that that same mentality has that it's just we don't see it because it's not our genre or our world in terms of that music it's not part that's not part of our world so it's not really fair to say that you don't see anybody else complaining about it when that's not part of your world i've i've literally heard it in rock music though i I No, i understand that but what what i'm saying is you're you're saying how come you don't see you don't see the the outrage per se right there's not a lot of mainstream rock pop mm. rock right there's not a lot of pop metal going on that you're that you're hearing on most radio stations right like yeah. so like there's a lot of hip-hop gets played on these on these mainstream radio stations so the you have these moms and whatnot running around with their kids and understanding where the bleeps are coming in you know what I'm saying? So like it's 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 kind of a little bit of a Man. Of, of a of a different world. Not even that, but no, it's not because those same moms of those kids are where they know every lyric to back that ass up. Like these moms is not our moms. These moms is the hoes we went to school with. You understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, well, yeah, now, yeah. A lot of the <laughs> same. Expressed by Jonathan Winston is not necessarily those of the bro. Yeah. Hoes is not, come on, bro. You need to check out our disclaimer on our show. It's fine. I get to say, say hoes. Listen, I gotta sprinkle that thing in every now and then. People, <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> it, it ain't that serious. Let, 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 let me let me ask you a question. Have, have y'all ever heard the um the expression "dress for the position you want"? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. So. Why, at least in, I feel, I should, it's probably the better way to say it. Like, we don't, we don't teach that. Most, I feel, ethnic communities don't teach that. I feel like most ethnic communities don't teach about generational inheritance. The same way we, keep, we teach our kids to wipe their asses, why can't we teach them all this other stuff? Why can't we? Gotta, I mean, why can't we, we reinform them? Uh, why know. can't we inform them early? That's not a reason. It depends. In today's world, it's not a reason. It's not in a reason our, our, for our generation because information is so accessible. You've learned. Mm-hmm. You, right. Jonah. You have learned so much. You're the actually the first person to tell us that if we don't know something, go look it up. <laughs> You've you're been right. the first. I agree. So, you're, so, you're right. so today, right. there's no reason to say we don't know. Figure it out. 
learn. I just, I recently started investing. Yeah. I don't, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but you know what? I've been reading. I've been trying to learn. I've been trying to diversify myself. How did you you think to want to learn to start investing? Someone had to put that gem in your mind. You had to see it somewhere because of your network. If you hang out with the same type of person, you're not going to randomly think, Hey, I wonder what kind of uh, IRA account I can open. Hey, because you you don't think these things. That's why. So then, why aren't we asking ourselves that though? Why aren't we surrounding ourselves? Because you don't know. Company? You don't know. You don't know. Right. A lot of people are scared to step out of their comfort, comfort zone. zone. I know. Hell I yeah. No white friends, but they yeah. have everything to say about white people. How does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like, it's You're like, right. I, You're right. I don't listen, man. It's like, you know, as a 30 year old man, you know, you see how this nigga said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just gave it away. He just gave it away. I was like, yo, remark. What do you say? Third. He said, I, I was like, yo, what happened to the audio? Like, you know, but it's, it's, it's just like, as I've, hit certain uh, points and stages in my life is I realize there are certain people that I have outgrown. Doesn't mean I yep. don't love them. It doesn't mean I don't want to hang out with them. It just means yes. I outgrown you at this particular stage in my life. And I, you have to have the courage to say, listen, I love you, but I'm on a different path right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, I may be by myself or, or quiet. And I think people are too scared to be by themselves. You know, it's like you, they don't have a lot of sayings for no reasons, right? Like the path to success is often alone. And I'm saying I'm saying it all wrong. But it's just you guys get the idea of what I'm saying. And I think a lot of times we're just scared to be ourselves. You know, we're scared yeah. to step out of our comfort zones. And be there's friends. a reason for that. Listen, like, I, us, like us, you know. Not, not, for, not for nothing. Exactly what, what you're saying is what kind of what happened to John and I. Like we lost I shouldn't say lost touch but we really didn't communicate like that for what eight years years, something something like that that. right because I I went off to college right he moved down south but a whole lot of shit happened in between you know what I mean but then seven years later he comes back and it's it's like a beat a beat wasn't missed and there there was literally like we didn't miss a day there, there, there was never there was never any kind of love lost, but it kind of was along those li- uh, those lines, like you mentioned, like, that we we were beating to different drums at the time, and you gotta do your own thing. You know? Like you gotta find yourself. You gotta whatever. It, you gotta find your life, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's how it works. But you're uh, right, though. People people do need a people do need to have the courage to. Um, to branch out, to take the risk, to meet new people and, and all that. But, you know, the first, the first step to fixing a problem is acknowledging a problem. And there's, no, that, there, there, there's not, there's not enough acknowledgement within our communities. I think like to recognize a problem within ourselves, not, not the outside world. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you, uh, man, listen. What does the good book tell us? And I say the good book because I was raised in church. So the good book is the Bible for those who don't know what I'm referencing. It says, make sure your house is in order before, you know, you worry about the world. And I think that's a fantastic metaphor for, you know, yes, we there are things that need to be changed immediately in society for, you know, you know, you know, people of color, black and brown people. Uh, you know, there are a lot of, 
systemic and systematic things that sort of oppress us, regardless of how people feel. There are things in place that sort of make it harder, but we do have the same opportunities. Neither here nor there is a different conversation. But I always tell people, I always tell people, get yourself right first. It's like Gandhi, I have Gandhi as my, my, my quote, you know, tattooed Gandhi on Gandhi hated black people. people. He hated they, black people. But guess what? He can hate black. He can hate black. I don't know him. If he does, I have no idea. But I know he said something that's that's prophetic. Be the change you wish to see in the world. So I don't care if he hated black people, white people, cows. I don't give a flying thing in the middle. He's like, be the change you wish to see in the world. And we're so quick to crit a flying figure in the middle. You know, that was great. Man, I'm trying to keep it PG, but you know, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's like, like we, we are as people. I think we are so quick to point blame Mm -hmm. and not fix ourselves. And look, the you pointing may be valid. There may be some validity to your, your, you know, uh, accusations or uh, you know, accusing, you know, accusings or whatever, and using the words incorrectly. But to your claim, validity to your claim. Yeah, there may be some validity to your claim, right? But fix yourself first. Get yourself right. So that way we can be in unison and then we can have sort of be on the same page in unison to really, you know, step foot in foot and make change. But when you give people uh, areas to sort of uh, uh, dissect and break apart, it makes it harder. And I, and I get sick and tired a lot of times of us always saying, but white people, but white people, we're talking about us. <laughs> Stop bringing up white people. You see what I'm saying? It's like, it doesn't, but white people kill each other. What does that have to do with us? Well, you know what they say, when you point point a finger, you always got three pointing back at you, right? Yeah, no, it's just. Jonas has said actually many, many a time about, uh, and spoken about why, again, why don't we support each other? Why don't we build each other up? Why are we always shitting on each other? Like, it and and that and but then expect to be able to come up after that it's like within minority communities so much shit is as backwards and contradictory to itself so it's like like the, just the thought processes and you know i understand where where it, the idea of it being capitalism is is the main reason but like you can't ex- you just cannot expect to come up as a culture and let, and let, we'll just put all minorities together in in one in one basket on this one you can't expect expect to come up as a culture when all you're going to do is hate like Fabian alluded to when when somebody else gets the come up that you didn't get yet Right. Because just because Doug comes up or Fabian comes up doesn't mean that we won't follow them afterwards or that they can't support us through our own come up with advice or whatever. And and I'm not I'm not even speaking on a monetary on a monetary point. Right. But no, so many people want to sit back and go, damn, fuck this nigga, Doug. He probably did X, Y and Z to get where he's at. And it's not even the case. (laughs) it's what jay-z said what you eat don't make me shit right well, because, like I, <laughs> I, I, honestly i i was intentionally using you doug because, no, no, I'm, I'm kidding but no no but, no I'm, I'm telling you it was intentional because uh-huh. very often amongst a group right 
the per, the the person that is considered most successful is the one that will get the most hate. That's your knock That's usually that's usually the truth. It's, Look at Trump. You you know what? I'm I'm, I'm gonna say this because you know what? Everybody brought up a couple good points, and I just thought about it. We we can have theories about whether whether where it stems from our our and our hate on one another, whether it's capitalism, where it's systemic by by, by white folks like Jonah said. But I, I don't see how anything has to do with that, especially my personal experience. When literally family members hate on each other just because they wanted to move from one part of the of the state to another. Oh, I want to move my family out the city. I want to be here more. Oh wait, you think you're better than everybody else? That has nothing to do with capitalism. That has nothing to do with freaking. That is something in us, and we got to take accountability for shit like that. Because <laughs> that happens that. amongst our own family members. Oh, you think you're better than us because you're moving out the state, but moving out the city? No, because I want to give my kids a better education. You know, I see something, I'm learning something. I think this is not the best. They did it to my pops. So that 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 is inherent in us. We got to some take some some self accountability when it comes to that shit. Yo, how about John? John, Doug, and and Fabian can probably appreciate the reference. How how many times have have you guys been told that you live upstate with with the rich people? Yeah, like especially whenever you were in the Bronx or something like that. Yeah. Not knowing no, nothing about your situation. Yeah. yeah, I say that shit all the time to y'all. No, I, 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 was, I, I was gonna get there actually. <laughs> I got told. I, I got told I lived in a mansion. I got told. But John, I'm not gonna lie. Stuff. Your house is big, bro. Not not, it's not, not a mansion. The one your parents had. Gonna, I know. I know this house I'm in now is bigger than my parents' house, but yeah. that house is big. But that's not the point. Chris Rock, had, Chris Rock had a little a, a joke, and I'm I'm gonna paraphrase it, but pretty much he said he 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 grew up. His parents did just well enough to grow up around, grow up poor around white people, mm. and that's kind of like my parents had things, but we like I couldn't like I couldn't join a football team because you gotta but, pay for the equipment. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't look, those bills was paid. Look at look at. I had look at Walmart clothes every every school year, so that was good. But I had clothes, you know what I'm saying. But we wasn't, we were still poor, just around w- rich white people. But my John, family in the city thought we was rich, rich. You know what's funny? <laughs> this T-shirt is Target. It's funny. I got older just to buy T-shirts from Target. The Iron. Target. Wait, but that that that's <laughs> really that's uh, yeah that that is the the irony of it, and that that really goes to. It shows you really the, I mean, the ignorance, the lack of ed- the lack of education, right? And and our trip was like, damn, you live in the boonies. Like, do you know how big New York is? <laughs> right, we ain't too far. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know, cause uh, you can go a whole another eight hours and still be in New York. Yeah, and there's still plenty of poor people upstate. But, but in right, our state. and, and yeah. meanwhile, you can go eight hours south, and you're in Washington D.C. Like. Yeah. Insane, and and you've actually been there probably yeah. for an hour after traffic. Like hey, people don't under don't. It's a real lack of education that goes on. Mm-hmm. When 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 do we start changing the cycle? How do we start? Let's let's end it on that. How do we start changing the cycle? Yeah. Education. I would say it's when, once we don't have an excuse anymore. My father has an excuse. My mother has an excuse. I don't have an excuse not to tell my kids X, Y, and Z. Don't hate on the next man. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the. You know what I'm saying? It's we have the tools. We are the generation where everything is in our hands. Like my father used to 
try to make us, if we wanted to know something, he'll tell, he bought a Encyclopedia Britannica, all however many 50 something books. And he would tell us to go look that shit up. And we would have to go look it up, whatever the question was, because he ain't had the answer. That's his excuse. I don't have that same excuse anymore as, as he did. So I have to, you, all you can do is just teach the younger generation because it ain't going to be, it ain't going to be our generation. We're fucked, but we can make sure every other generation after us is not fucked. You get what I'm saying? I think one of the ways we can go about uh, making changes, you know, kind of, we we all can agree to this, that it starts with us, right? Um, But we got to start, you know, yeah, John, our generation is fucked, but if we start to learn how to love ourselves, because we can, I think we all can agree here that Mm. majority of our generation doesn't know how to love ourselves first, right? So I think if we learn how to do that and then start teaching everybody else, like, all right, look, you got to love thyself first and then care about the next man, right? John, you said that, you know, um, and then maybe maybe you were, uh, didn't mean to say this, but you had mentioned that um, not caring about, or, or not, I guess it was not caring about the next man, right? Just, you know, worry about yourself kind of kind of thing. You uh, mentioned it real quickly, but if we start to love ourselves first, then we can start. We 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 can care about the next person because if the next person is, you know, in a fucked up situation, we can offer help to them, and in return, it's just going to be you know a, a karma thing, right? I'm a big believer in karma, so it, what you put out is going to come back in. If you start helping the next man from from a a genuine loving place. Like, look, man, nah, I, don't, I don't expect nothing back. Like, I'm just helping you out because I see you in a real tough a tough spot. You know, let me give you a helping hand. It's just only going to come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just going to be a reciprocal thing. And then he's going to, he or she's going to do it to the next person because they realize that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's kind of where we should... Um, love thy neighbor, man. Love, love thy neighbor like you love yourself, right? Because but, but, once you start loving other people like you love you, the world is fixed. Well, we gotta, you gotta love yourself first. No, no, I think that's, yeah. John, you're right. John, what you said is right. You gotta love yourself. There's a lot of hurt and there's a lot of pain, man. You know, I, I just, I just ended with this and, you know, obviously thank you guys for having me. This, this has been cool. I'm a fan, as I said before, but I think most important thing we have to start doing is we have to heal. We have to each individually find out how we can heal ourselves and start loving ourselves. And then once we are able to fully heal and understand ourselves and love ourselves, I think the way we treat others and the, uh, you know, the, 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 we'll hold ourselves in high regard and demand uh, more from ourselves. And I think you'll see instant change outwardly. But once you fix inward, outward will definitely sort of, you know, take flight. Right. What you got, Fabe? Anything different? Um, you got to stand. It goes back to what I was saying before. And it's basically just very similar to what everybody else said, just a little bit of a spinoff. Fix you. And what I mean by fix you is become a better person. Because I hate to get spiritual or religious with it, but, you know, thou shalt not cover, right? If you have that in mind, you want to hate on the next person in your community because they got better pair of sneakers than you or they decided to move out the hood or whatever it is. You should just wish the best for them. Um, so there's a lot of stuff. You, you start healing yourself inside and start being a better person. Like you said, love thy neighbor. But there's a lot of ways to get to that. And I think the problem is, is that 
we have inherent stuff in us as human beings because thoughts of jealousy, anger, happiness, these are all feelings that we have, but we got to keep them in check because when they run rampant, they start affecting the person next to us in negative ways, sometimes positive ways, but we're too focused on a negative. And it's even worse in communities where we have less. So those, those demons come out of jealousy, hatred, coveting, envy, the second somebody gets something because you don't have it. And it's mm-hmm. and it affects us even more when, when you're poor. So if we keep that in check and try to live our best life and live as good people and have some sort of moral code and start having those feelings, be like, nah, it's not the right way to be thinking. I got to uplift this person. You start doing that, eventually it'll all turn around. But that's some self-accountability shit. We can't point fingers. We got to go from within. Then once we fix that, then we can start saying, okay, well, you're trying to really mess with us, but guess what? I'm good here. And I think once you do that, that'll solve a lot of problems. <clears throat> I mean, you, you guys pretty much have been hitting it on, on the head. There's nothing that you have said is wrong. Only thing I'll add, um, we got to, I feel like we have to change our priorities and our perspectives on stuff. Um, somebody, somebody touched on, you know, not living in fear. Um when when we start emphasizing the the things that are uh, truly important to lead to to success, not glorifying the the material, um, when we stop, like Fabian mentioned, bl- blaming others um, for whatever varying reasons, like yeah, the world's the world's fucked up. Um, that's not going to change anytime soon, but we can put it on the path to change. Um, by ma- trying to maintain our our perspectives, have understanding, and really reprioritizing what we need individually and and as a community um, to properly lift each other up. You know, there, there's there's a lot of work that I think stems from everything that that you four men have mentioned. Um, that really it, it and it will be a culmination of things that really will ultimately lead to to the proper growth you know but it doesn't mean it's not attainable it's it's within completely within reach so that's the only thing i'll i'll add on that anyway Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all tuning in to the Alpha 5 Podcast. I'm Frank, a.k.a. PJ, here with John, Jonah, Fabian, and our special guest, Dougie Cash. It was great to have you, bro. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you coming through, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, remember... We gotta do this this again. (laughs) Please tune in to all the boys I've loved. Cobra Kai, Watch Sprinter. Cobra Kai, hold on. Cobra Kai season one and two, August, wait, August, uh, next month. I don't, I don't know if they released the day. I almost, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they, they released the day yet. I, I don't next, remember. Next month, next, next month. month. Watch season one and two, Cobra Kai. On, on Netflix, on, right? On Netflix. On Netflix. There we go. On Netflix. Right. On Netflix. Yeah, shout out to John, Josh, and Hayden. Boom. There you Hayden. go. Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can catch us also on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we on TikTok, Instagram, at Alpha 5 Podcasts. We'll talk to y'all later. Yeah. yeah, we there. Later. Yeah, <laughs> peace.